0: Well, what is up all of you Ugnats and Jawas out there and welcome back to Mando Talk. I am your host, as always, Caleb Keller. And this week joining us on our episode of Mando Talk is none other than Zach Horvath himself. Uh, it's always great to have you. Uh, first of all, how you doing?
1: Oh, good, man. You know, I'm just doing my thing, living life, busy, yeah.
0: not a bad thing, but no, happy to be here. Absolutely. It's all. It's always good to talk Star Wars. I mean, to be fair, though, we have so much to talk about. Not really. There's <laughs> not really a lot. There's not really a lot of stuff going on with Star Wars right now, but we're just going to make the most of it. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, and I do know this, though. Zach is a huge Marvel guy, right? I mean, huge. You yeah. attest to that. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to connect some Star Wars things to Marvel tonight. We know Marvel's kind of trending. It seems like it's trending like every other <laughs> week now yeah Uh, but they got this new show coming out falcon and the winter soldier we're gonna get to that Uh, but first there is some off the top things that i would like to do first of all make sure you follow us facebook twitter instagram at mando talk subscribe to our apple podcast spotify youtube wherever you get us uh subscribe and click the bell whatever you got to do rate us you know all those good things make us look good but here's the thing that i wanted to talk about off the top that isn't in Zach's notes that I sent to him cause it just came out today. So we're just going to talk about it just real quickly, according to Kevin Scott. So he is part of the high Republic publishing crew, uh, the acolyte, which is one of our shows that we're really looking Big forward town. to did not impact or alter the storytelling plans for the high Republic series of books and comics. So when he was speaking on this, he kind of, mentioned the idea that the acolyte is set at the very end of the high republic era which made a lot of fans think okay if it's at the end of the high republic area or era maybe it's going to connect maybe we'll get some good connection pieces here maybe they've set up story to where the acolyte gets set up perfectly well he kind of shuts it down and i'll just go ahead and read his quote He says, no, I don't think they're going to connect specifically as much as you guys want them to, uh, because I think we were predated or I think we predated that because we've been working on this for a good number of years now. So what happened was people were getting excited about the High Republic as we were creating it. And there have been all these other plans as well. But the great thing that Star Wars is so good at is taking the things being worked on over here. This thing's been worked on over here. And then let's bring it together. So it's definitely a possibility uh, for those to connect. Now, my personal self, I have not checked out anything with the High Republic yet. That is on my to-do list when I get to the summer months when it's a little more chill. On my end, Zach, have you checked out anything with High Republic? Maybe you've just read about what people are thinking about it?
1: Yeah, yeah, really just read about it. Um, I've tried to keep my finger on the pulse of it because I think it's really cool. And I think we, you know, we've touched on it before in other podcasts where i'm just happy to see them have a have a captain the ship right we're gonna talk about it a lot today, i'm sure but um just just them being so open and like here's our plan here's what we're doing um that's what i like about the high republic and right am i a big book reader no i'm not um comics (sighs) no any of that stuff however I fully support it because I think it's a win for everybody if we can keep that train rolling and yeah, you know, and, and maybe I'm sure if I jumped into the books, I would dive in, but I I just, I just haven't.
0: Yeah. And, and I, again, I've wanted to get into it. It's just life is so busy right now. And I've actually had a couple of our listeners kind of, message us and ask when we're going to talk about the high republic Mm -hmm. and i'm sorry that we just can't do that right now but i promise we're going to get to it but to kind of speak on the acolyte though real quickly just this idea of it being at the very end of this high republic period uh right before the prequels that we know and love for me just gets my wheels spinning like okay, are they going to really try to connect this deep with the Skywalker saga, set up the prequels better? Or is this just completely brand new, new characters? What's your kind of headspace on it right now as we're probably like two or three years out away from this thing?
1: Right, right, right. So my, I wouldn't call it a prediction, just a, a feeling, I guess. Yeah. I think it's going to be just different. I think it's going to not, maybe, maybe, Maybe touch on things, you know, like, oh, oh, what was that kind of a thing where mm-hmm. like my wife wouldn't know what it is, but we would see it. Right. Um, I, I personally kind of hope they do that. I don't need to hear all the other stuff, you know. Okay. Um, I, I want it to be an amazing story because we're finally doing what I've been wanting and we're getting the other side, you know, that's Correct. all I want. So
0: I think we've touched on that before. Too, we, yeah.
1: we have like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I don't care about the the stuff we know, like the prequels and all that, but right. I, I don't, I, we need to get this right because it's so cool and so much potential. Yeah. That that's all I care about.
0: There's a ton of potential and you make a great point as far as like the people that they're bringing on board for all these projects really bring uniqueness across the board I mean I believe it's Leslie Headland. I haven't seen Russian Doll I think that's the show that she wrote I've seen Netflix. it actually so let me get your take on that like is there good things in that that could connect to Star Wars maybe I don't know because I haven't seen yeah. it.
1: so I mean that show is crazy um okay. it's very 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 creative and very well done so okay. that's good to hear <laughs> we'll we'll take it from there I mean was it my favorite show ever no but it, it it was very, very creative. I'll just say yeah. that. And, and, and you can tell it was well-directed and well, well-wrote and all that. So right. um, when I heard that as well, I was like, Oh, all right, good. That's, now, a, that's a win.
0: Is Russian doll a mystery thriller? Is that the genre? Because I keep seeing mystery. Th- I keep getting I, mystery thriller with I, like when they're talking about the, the acolyte and I don't know if they're applying that to her previous work or if they're saying the acolyte is going to be a mystery thriller i'm kind of you know, confused i don't on know why they what, keep using that term yeah i
1: don't know what genre russian doll would be under. i guess you i mean yeah i would say mystery thrillers okay. fair um okay it's just it, it kind of genre bends a little bit um okay so well that's it's interesting tough, it's tough to say but yeah like, like i said it's it's a good i think it's a good thing
0: okay um, i may okay. be
1: wrong but i think it's a good thing
0: see and one of my favorite things too is as soon as they announce like these uh writers producers directors whatever i like to go back and check out their previous work to see maybe mm-hmm. okay i could see how this would play really great in star wars mm-hmm. uh, so i definitely need to check out russian doll it sounds yeah. like there's there's not a lot to it that could connect to star wars but at least to get in her headspace of kind of her story yeah. storytelling uh traits i guess you could say
1: and if anything it's worth at least like one one sit down and watch
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, maybe not. you don't even have to go all the way through it just you'll get the gist of like, all right, this is very well done.
0: Um, Yeah. Okay. That's good to hear. Good to hear. Well, I wanted to just talk about that off the top because I know we are really excited about the Acolyte because, again, it's peeling back the onion. We're getting to see the bad guys, hopefully. At least that's what we think. And that's what the title picture looked like with the the red and the lightsaber slashing through the title. Come on. I mean, it's got to be that. It's got to be that. Well, listen, we're going to get into this Marvel connection here uh, off- our big topic for this week. And again, not a lot to talk about. So we're just going to dive into this as deep as we can go. Probably overly diving into it. But hey, that's what we do here. So hey, we're just talking, man. Enjoy the ride, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Let's hop in that Falcon and uh, jump into <laughs> hyperspace. <laughs> All right, Kevin Feige. Listen, Star Wars fans, I they talk about Kevin Feige so much. Respectfully so. He's one of the greatest dudes to ever do the game but Kevin Feige confirms that he has no involvement with any current star Wars, Disney plus series. Apparently rumors of Kevin Feige being more involved in Lucasfilm, like more involved in publicly known have been going around for years. This is the first time I've honestly heard of this. I know it's something that we've always wanted, but I didn't really attest to that being like actually true. Uh, so, yeah, he was talking with Entertainment Weekly and they just straight up asked him, are you involved with anything Star Wars related currently? Uh, we know you got your film coming forward, but anything going on with what they've got? He said, no, that's all Kathy Kennedy. I'm involved as much as I stay up until midnight L.A. time to watch new episodes of The Mandalorian when they drop. So, like I said, takeaways. First first takeaway is the fact that first time I've ever heard about this, no clue Uh That this was going on. Of course, I would love to see Feige involved. I just have never thought that he was actually currently involved. And then second thing is Feige is way too busy right now to be even touching Star Wars. And just listen to this list. Okay. I didn't even realize it was this much until I actually started listing out the stuff that this dude is doing right now. Black Widow, which we're going to talk about that later. Jeez. Eternals wanda vision falcon and the winter soldier chang chi did i say that right yeah i think so <laughs> loki Thor, love and thunder doctor strange 2 spider-man hawkeye miss marvel captain marvel 2 she hulk moon knight black panther 2 and probably way 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 more like that's insane like that's triple the lineup of Star Wars, it seems like. So insane. there's no way this dude's got time to do like touch on the Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett or these other things that they've already announced. Those were my just takeaways from this. You got anything to add to that or anything to bounce off of those two takeaways?
1: Yeah. Number one. Um. So I had I had seen this this rumor for 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 a while where people were like, is Kevin coming in to take over? Right. That was that was okay. a rumor for a little okay, while. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He gonna oh is he gonna take kathy kennedy's spy there all right no he's not but oh he's working on something he's gonna be a producer on something he's gonna my takeaway is why if you're star wars if you're kathy kennedy uh-huh. you would have to be so ignorant to not at least talk to him and get him involved in something. right way. yeah now I, I know he says yeah i'm I stay up until midnight yeah that's practiced he has been talked to about this. They would be so dumb to not get him in the show because in the scheme of getting all the pieces on the table and making it work, he is Mm -hmm. the GOAT of that. He is proven.
0: Currently, yes.
1: So we're talking freaking Star Wars here. You talk about pieces on a table, that's about as good as it gets right there, boys. So, well, girls, right? right? So why not get him involved? I am I'm 50 50 on it. I, I mm. understand what you're saying, where yeah, he's so busy. You talk about that lineup, hit, hit, hit. I mean, yeah. it, like you said, that's just what we know of. What's right. what's what's like, you know, four years from now or five years that we've never even heard of yet? It's yeah. just crazy, man.
0: And I'm and, looking at that list and there's not a single one that I'm not looking forward to.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like that's why I say I'm 50 50. Um I know he's way too busy, yes. But I want him to be involved with Star Wars. That's my one side. And the other side says, I'm very, very upset to hear him say no, to be honest. Like, I just, I just want him to be involved. And then the other 50 50, or the other 50, I guess, would be, come on, he's busy. He's freaking Marvel. He's the king over there. So why? He ain't got time.
0: (laughs) No, he doesn't. It's like, do you, as a Marvel enthusiast, do you want him to back away from that IP to focus on Star Wars? Like, yeah. is that something you're willing to give up? Mm. Nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nah, because too creepy, in, man. In my opinion, like, <laughs> yeah, I know, Kathy Kennedy, we've talked about this on and on. Like, we've had issues in the past, no doubt, with Kathy Kennedy and uh, the way that the sequels landed. Mm-hmm. But I still think that Star Wars is in a great spot right now. So I don't see the need in changing those roles currently. Yeah. But anyway, I, I want to go ahead and get to our last final Kevin Feige point here that I had. And it's just the him saying the L.A. time staying up late to watch The Mandalorian. It's just the simple things like that that make me really appreciate Feige. He's one of us. And that's what makes me so excited about him at least getting one film. I know people out there have speculated and thrown rumors around that maybe if his one film lands, he'll he'll keep working in the Star Wars franchise. Who knows? I don't know if I've ever really heard your take on Feige's film, though. So like any thoughts on that before we move away from Kevin Feige?
1: Yeah. um, All I'll say is like, I'm just excited to have him involved Uh, going back to kind of what I said there earlier with the 50, 50 thing. I can't, I can't believe he has time to work on this. First of all, like, like we said, but um, I'm just happy to hear him throw that little, that little nugget in there about him being excited about star Wars. That's enough for me. Like you Mm -hmm. don't have to lay it on thick and he's good at what he does, but I think he's being genuine in that. He really is excited to
0: watch. I think so too. Like there's a, picture that i always see of his of his desk his office and he's got all this marvel stuff surrounding him but right there in the middle of his desk is r2d2 and i've always just loved that because i think uh eventually i know i think we got to have patience eventually he's gonna get more involved with it i think uh because there's still probably I i think there's a lot of life left in his career and at one point i think professionals get to the point where, okay, what's the next challenge? Feige is still obviously feeling challenged with Marvel, but I think there's going to come a time where he'll feel challenged enough to go and think, okay, what can I do with Star Wars next?
1: And I I think it's not going to be as simple as that, or or I should say as straightforward as that. I think it's going to be he moves up at Disney which oh, okay. in turn
0: means he works on he, Star. Wars. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That now, would make
1: sense. I, I'm thread I'm I'm being nitpicky, but I'm just saying like I think that's his future. Yeah. Like no, I think man. that's I mean he's the top, like I said, he's the king of Marvel right now. You yeah, can't go any really any farther than him. So Nope. That's that's really his next step and what I would think he would do is kind of oversee all their movies, right?
0: Right. Um, all of disney like the marvel star wars yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. marvel oh, okay. star wars, lucasfilm or whatever you know i don't know okay, what, right what's all under that umbrella but um i think i think that would be his next step but
0: man then you get he, john he's... favreau in there <clears throat> anyway
1: <laughs> yeah why not why not i mean come on john favreau dave filoni you keep that team together
0: uh-huh Mm, yeah mm. good things coming and i think feige eventually i mean he's already going to get involved with his one film i think Mm. eventually we're going to see some more creative whatever role it is creative involvement with star wars moving forward we just got to be patient i i agree okay so the next thing that we're going to talk about we're still going down that marvel lane uh and it's all about falcon and the winter soldier so falcon and the winter soldier came out i guess as you're, hearing, as you're hearing this two weeks ago, as you're hearing this, we've now seen two episodes of Falcon That's and the right. Winter Soldier. We That's obviously, right. while we're recording this, haven't seen the second one yet. But anyway, on its premiere, Falcon and the Winter Soldier tops The Mandalorian and WandaVision for most watched premiere on Disney+. And I just real quickly wanted to comment on that connected to Star Wars. Uh, I think that bodes well for the Mandalorian and Star Wars projects moving forward. I have always said this and you can follow us on Twitter at Mando talk. I think I've sent out like three tweets regarding this topic, the success of WandaVision and hopefully the success of Falcon and the winter soldier brings more subscribers to Disney plus more subscribers to Disney plus gets more eyes on Star Wars. And let's be honest. I hate this personally because I'm I'm a bigger Star Wars fan, but Marvel is moving the needle more right now. Let's just call it how it is. Yeah. And- I mean it
1: is what it is. They then they've earned it, right? They've earned right. what they've earned all of that. But I agree with you that it's a win win. Okay. yes, it's not it's not fan bases versus fan bases at this point. It's Disney plus. We've talked about it before. That is what they got their sights on. Mm -hmm. And knock on wood, they are doing a great job so far on both teams. Lucasfilm and Marvel. Right. Um, Because Mandalorian. Amazing. Amazing. WandaVision. Amazing. Episode one of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Pretty dang good. It's hard to tell one episode. Right. So far, I mean, I'm hooked. So yeah. it does it. It did its job, and I'm hooked. So, I mean, I'm just excited to hear that they're they're knocking it out of the park. People mm-hmm. are clicking it. Um, they're watching it. That that's a big difference. You know, I can, I see a billion things on Netflix, but I watch you know a little bit of them. So the fact that right. they're we're actually watching is good. Do I think the stat itself is that big of a deal?
0: I don't think it's a fair stat no right? i was gonna go down that lane too you're 100 correct honestly y-
1: you know like uh, okay yeah it tops mandalorian and wandavision but it's the third one to the party like right Well, the- oh, and
0: mandalorian is what launched the whole thing.
1: <laughs> that's what i'm saying so- <laughs> mando's throwing the party wandavision yeah. showed up with with some buddies and then falcon winter shoulder okay. get up and go oh so what
0: wandavision wandavision showed up with the pizza yeah to the party yeah. that's right uh falcon and the winter soldier really late into the night showed up with the tacos when everybody's really really craving something
1: that's right everybody's already there it's kind of a lull in the party you're like oh what's gonna happen next and then (laughs) they come in so that's why i'm happy to see it don't get me wrong like I, i want i want it to be this for every show i want it to be oh loki comes out boom Awesome, world number one, blah blah blah, and then whatever's next, boom, tops it. Like I want to keep seeing this because, again, it's a win for everyone. We got to keep this train rolling. That one way when we get to Book of Boba Fett, we're we're hungry for some Star Wars, right? Right,
0: and Uh, well, we're
1: getting we're getting some bad when's the bad batch come bad out? batch may the 4th baby may, may the, the 4th. 4th that's what i thought i didn't want to say it and get roasted you
0: know but i but, mean uh, live action is gonna yeah. be what gets the clicks
1: yeah uh, and bad batch is gonna
0: take the premiere the biggest premiere of disney plus it's just not gonna happen it it probably won't but uh, i still think like This Disney Plus,
1: you know, I guess we'll still call it a a beta test at this point. I mean, it's not, but it is because they've never done anything like this, right? Right. Star Wars really hasn't. Marvel Mm -hmm. has touched on it with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but, like, this is really uncharted territory. And so once we get to book a Boba Fett, I'm going to be dying for Star
0: Wars content. Dude, you're not lying. And I'm hoping that, first of all, we've touched, I think I tweeted about this a couple of days ago. I think it's Disney's vision for a Marvel IP to come out. It becomes the number one premiere next, maybe another Marvel premiere because they've just got so much content going on. Yeah. The Next number one premiere. And their goal is though, when the star Wars comes out, that's the new world premiere. Then when the next Marvel one comes out, exactly. premiere number one, that's their business model. Because if that keeps happening, that means the platform is continuing to grow. That's so right. And back to your point about this whole like fan base or personally, and this is something I always struggled with at first because Marvel was killing it, and Mm -hmm. I was salty, to be Mm -hmm. fair, early on in the Marvel thing. But, man, when COVID happened, I had a lot of free time. I decided, you know what? I'm going to sit down, watch every single one of these MCU movies chronologically, not the release order, but, like, timeline. Mm -hmm. Credit where credit's due. You can't, you can't compare the two. I'm happy for both platforms, both parties, both projects. Uh, and again, when one's successful, that's only going to help the other. Especially now, like now more than ever,
1: it's a team. Like right. we need them all to be good. And that's why I'm happy. You know, we can, we were just talking before the show and I was happy to hear that we're getting into Marvel a little bit. I know this is a star Wars podcast, but now more than ever it's more than that it's it's disney like yeah. as much as i don't want to say that because i mean yeah but it's one thing like it's a win-win right. they need to be focused they seem like they are i'm happy mm-hmm. to see it um I, marvel marvel's good man uh like if you sit down if, you, if you're a listener and you haven't watched marvel and you do like star wars at least give it a chance
0: yeah give it because a
1: I think it could be worth your time. It ain't for everyone, right? But man, there's some good ones in there, and there's like 22 movies. So if anything, yeah. you can pick and choose some that are that are right.
0: good. Um, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, listen. Speaking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there was also something new that came out today uh, that wasn't on the notes I sent you as well, mm-hmm. and that is Sebastian Stan was on Good Morning America, and he was actually asked about would you ever take the role of Luke Skywalker? And here's what he said. Oh, I'm trying to find it. Here it is. Okay. If Mark Hamill calls me personally to tell me that he feels inclined to share this role with me, then I'll believe it until then I won't believe it. So, I mean, it's probably, it's not going to happen. Let's just be real. It's not going to happen, but man, wouldn't he be perfect as that role? At least visually.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, visually for sure. But he's an amazing actor. So he is. I mean, it, I see no bad idea about getting him in there to play Luke, but it's not going to happen. I don't think so At least soon. At least soon. And and the way he words that tells us that there ain't... They they haven't at least come to him about it. Right. Now, we have to remember this. I I do this myself. These actors, they're just employees. They're just getting a paycheck. That's right. So... (laughs) i i i do this myself where i'm like oh man you've got uh ryan reynolds right Mm -hmm. we're talking top of the line he's still kind of just an actor at this point like he he has more pull as a writer Mm -hmm. i would say for deadpool than he does as an actor so Mm -hmm. the fact that sebastian stan worded it like that makes me think that he hopes it obviously for a job but he right. respects the role. He realizes how big of a deal it is, and it's not just mm-hmm. "oh, that'd be cool, whatever." Like he he's being very serious about it. So, I was yeah. happy to. I I know we didn't talk about it before, but I was happy to see it as well.
0: Um, right, and I think like the fact that he's obviously very serious, and he would have to get Hamill's blessing, basically.
1: To yeah, play the I role. mean, because my goodness, you talk about jumping into a role people love. I mean. Uh, yeah. um what's his name uh alden is that his name yeah
0: Aaron Wright. i always yeah, right getting name. into
1: han solo i mean yeah
0: and harrison that, that, said that he crushed it
1: yeah i i mean like,
0: he i thought he job. was pretty
1: dang good as han like mm. I, I didn't hate it but um i thought he was pretty dang good so i did
0: too he did All good right. enough for me to want more from him honestly
1: he did good at, The the way i describe it is he did good enough by the end of the movie i was saying he's han solo
0: Mm. I like that.
1: Not that he's a replacement of Harrison. Oh no, Ford, but you can't but replace that, Harrison. That's Ford. what I mean. But <laughs> but he he like okay. When I looked at him, I didn't see the dude who looks like Han Solo. I said, ah, that's Han Solo. And uh, I mean Donald Glover four seconds in the movie. I'm like, oh, <laughs> there's Lando. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that's what I mean by that. And so that's the biggest compliment I can give. I feel like.
0: Yeah. No, and that's a great compliment. I mean, that's a win in my opinion. If you were walking out of Solo saying. That's the next yeah. Han Solo. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I actually
1: I actually didn't see that movie in theaters. Hot take, I guess.
0: Oh. No, I you're not the only it. one on the Mando Talk panel. I don't think Nolan or yep. BA would get to see that in theater.
1: It didn't didn't hype me
0: up. Man, man. you know what? All those at home listening, wherever you're listening roast these guys these guys that didn't go see in theater or why we're not getting a solo too because it didn't make <laughs> enough <fair>. money
1: <laughs> that's fair Ro- roast away man i it literally just flew under my radar i i was cool. just like yeah and
0: eh. i i know what we don't want to dive deep in this lane but yeah, yeah. i think Sorry. the release date of that so hundred percent hundred mistake percent dude i mean was it infinity war didn't infinity that Infinity is out the that reason summer?
1: I didn't see that movie is because it came out like in a super hot time. Let me let me look. I believe Deadpool... you keep talking, and I'll 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 do some research and I'll
0: here. I'll kind of put my, uh, my remembering on. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Deadpool two came out, and I also believe Infinity War came out that same summer.
1: May twenty fifth, twenty eighteen is the day it came out. Okay, um, so we're gonna look up. Um, I want to I want to say Infinity War came out like.
0: Right there, almost, uh, yeah.
1: Let's see. Um, if I had to guess, it came uh, April 27th, okay. So, about a month
0: before, right? And so, but people that are big into going or not necessarily big into going to movies but go to an occasional movie, they're probably going to pick Infinity War over Solo,
1: yeah. And, and let's actually, call it how we see it. <laughs> have you, if you have seen Infinity War. You're like, all right, I've had my fill of movies for a second because it's a pretty heavy yeah. movie. Um, True. and True. then Deadpool 2 came out a week later after, after, uh, yeah, or, or about, yeah, about a week and a half after uh, Infinity War. Oh, so okay. it was Infinity War, Deadpool 2, solo. Mm. So that's why I, I went and saw Infinity War, went and saw Deadpool 2, did not go see solo. Interesting, yeah. Okay. What a summer, by the way. 2018, yeah, that's summer. loaded, man. Hot that's summer. Loaded. Um, but yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to go no, off the rails here. No, but, you're great, man. Like, um, like
0: we said at the top, I mean, not a lot of star Wars news, <laughs> but we're diving into it, having fun with it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but back to the Sebastian Stan, I mean, yeah. and I know we were talking about how Marvel and star Wars are kind of on the same team now, mm-hmm. but I do think, and again, I am not like a business exec or like a marketing knowledgeable human being whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) but i do think that as a person outside of like the fan community like we're inside Mm -hmm. if you see sebastian stan as the lead role for falcon and the winter soldier as one of the lead roles but then you turn around and you see that same guy as the lead role as luke skywalker i mean would that be an issue to maybe people outside of our lane
1: um That's a great question. I'm trying to think of someone like maybe like my grandmother or something. Um, Maybe. Mm -hmm. It it really depends. Like for me, I see him as the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Right. Like he's the Winter Soldier. However, I've never seen him in the uh, the Luke Skywalker role. So going back to the Donald Glover, you know, well, yeah. But going (laughs) back to the Donald Glover thing, like, you know, it's Donald Glover then you, like I said, you see him for five minutes and you're like, Oh my God, that's Lando, right? Yeah. That's Lando. So it could be that, uh, where I go, you know, yeah, he's winter soldier, but nah, nah, he's Luke. So I, I say it depends on the execution, which is okay. a political answer, but I think that's the fact of it.
0: <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Hard to tell. Fair enough. All right. Well, listen, that, Actually, I was going to say that's our last Marvel connection, but I just realized that it wasn't. Man, we're going (laughs) deep in Marvel tonight.
1: Well, well, I mean, it connects to it connects to Star Wars. Right. No,
0: I think it does, too. 100%. So here is that. And this is the last one, unless we just come up with something else to talk about, which is perfectly fine. Disney announces that Black Widow is going to premiere in theaters and Disney plus with premiere access on July 9th. Now on the surface, that's you're probably thinking that you
1: guys just lied. (laughs) Now
0: that doesn't connect star Wars at all, but it made me think It, it got me thinking like, is this something that we want to see Disney do with star Wars films in the future? And I threw that out there on Twitter And I believe as of right now, and it might change, it's 50-50. 50, 50 say, yes, do it simultaneously, put it in the theaters and Disney Plus at the same time. But then the other ones are like, nope, just theater exclusive. So, Zach, what's your take on that?
1: I think I'm right in line with the poll. I think I'm (laughs) 50-50 on it, dude. I'm not going to lie. like, I don't know if I can give you an answer. So, coming from where I sit right now in 2021, I miss movie premieres so Dude, much me too so much like i want to sit in a movie theater and have it packed to the brim not yeah. have to worry about COVID as much or, or at all whatever it comes to be and just enjoy a movie with people i miss yeah. that more than almost anything in this covet i'm not okay. gonna lie to you no i, I um agree. because so many good things have gotten pushed and moved and delayed and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, Oh, we'll just plop it down on Disney plus mm-hmm. it's a win because I can just watch it with my family. It's great. It's easy. It's convenient. Cool. The $30 thing kind of that rubs me the like wrong that. way a little bit. That's,
0: that's the one thing that's telling me no only in theater still. I'm not personally fair. willing to spend thirty dollars on something when I that would rather paid... spend dollars to enjoy it in a theater.
1: Well, you already pay eight dollars or seven dollars or whatever Correct. it is to see it. Um, and I don't understand their 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 mar- or their you know business plan on it because they're dropping the Pixar movies for free. Like they're dropping True. the new Pixar movie on Disney Plus. They did yeah, it they, with Soul, and they're they doing do it with the Luca movie. The reason I'm okay. I'm locked into Pixar is I have a one and a half
0: year old. No, that's fair. I mean, Pixar so, makes awesome but movies.
1: That's where I'm going with it. Is those movies are so good. Like Soul, amazing movie. It was a good very, movie. very uh, adult, um, I would say, in terms of in terms of the themes. But mm-hmm. um, my 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 daughter loves it because it's bright, it's got a bunch of jazz music in it, and she just loves it. Luca looks amazing too. So why why would they drop Luca on the Disney Plus, and then make us pay for Raya and the Last Dragon, which I just paid thirty dollars to see? Or, Was it worth
0: the thirty dollars? Um, I don't
1: know. It's a really good movie. It's a okay. really, really good movie. Okay.
0: Hey, Star Wars plug there. Um, Kelly Marie Tran, I believe, is the, the that is, and voice. she kills it.
1: She kills okay. it in the role. Great. Um, I love to great. Hear that. Man. it's a great movie. She she did great. Um, but. Yeah, I'm I'm getting way off into the no, Marvel, you're good, man. or the, you're the good. Disney Plus weeds, really. But all this to say, I assume they're dropping the Pixar stuff for free because it's a honestly more of a kids platform. If you look at the Disney scope of everything, it's kids stuff. So mm-hmm. um that's the only thing I can think. And going to your question of do I want to see Star Wars do this? Um, I don't, I don't think I do. Okay. I I don't, that's good to hear. I do. And I know a lot of people love it because they don't have to get out and they don't have to do all that. They can watch it at their house. But going back Mm -hmm. to what I said, I just miss the movies. I love movies. And I didn't realize how much I loved movies until I didn't have it.
0: Yeah. And see, I think that if you, if we were to ask ourselves this question and everything was normal and we were still going to the movies like me being a homebody, I would probably be like, Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I'd love to watch it at home instead.
1: If you asked me this in like 2019, I'd be like, Uh Oh my God, dude. Yes, please. (laughs) I'm begging you. Can you please do that? Yeah. But having lived through that for a year? No, no. I want to go right. Keep doing it. Like if you want to do it, great, but I'm going to the movies saying like everybody get vaccinated whatever it takes we're going to the movies and i want it freaking filled to the brim with hooping and hollering and crying and i want to yeah. get hype again because you and i we saw the star wars premieres together yep Stand and you talk about stood dude, in line together stood in line you talk about hype man it was i talk about hype i i then, miss that the force awakens one is the one i will never forget for my entire life um, yeah force awakens premiere was great last year the moment
0: when uh i i still get chills to this day thinking about it uh when the premiere i was watching the force awakens and the moment where ray reaches out and the lightsaber comes flying to her chill i just got chills right now talking about (laughs) it uh and i'm starting to get kind of a little emotional but anyway uh exactly
1: you're proving my point
0: star wars was so back man and air proven so and man i can't wait for that moment again you don't get that on
1: your freaking couch people no, you, don't. you don't you don't you get you're like oh that's cool but you don't <laughs> feel it in your chest right everyone goes ah! like uh, th- the best i've ever seen of all time in a movie theater number two is probably force awakens number okay. one avengers endgame
0: endgame the assemble the avengers assemble moment
1: that will never be topped um there i don't want to go into spoilers if you haven't seen it again go watch you got to <laughs> watch them all to really get the endgame stuff but true man there's so many moments in there that the i people were jumping in the theater like crying jumping screaming you just don't get that when you're sitting on the couch. My wife and I are looking at each other. You like that? Oh, you liked it? Yeah, cool. All right, cool. It, oh, no, you're not wrong. But, but that's just how I feel about it. And I, that's an opinion. I'm sure for other people, it's great. They don't have to get out, whatever. But yeah. I want to go back to the movies. I
0: do think, too, though, and this is connecting back to another trending thing out there in fan base community. Mm-hmm. Let's think about Zack Snyder's Justice League for a second. Mm-hmm. The fact that that went to streaming because you could not put that movie in theater. No one's going to sit in theater for four hours.
1: I'm not. I would not. um,
0: But the streaming avenue allows you to do that and allows you to go deeper into storytelling. That's one positive toward going both routes.
1: I I mean, it's a great point. I agree with you 100% because I would not have gone and seen that in the movie theater. The Me either. Jackson- that was movie.
0: the perfect movie to do a streaming it, platform dude.
1: on. It makes me so upset because it was the perfect, just the whole, everything about that execution was beautiful. The marketing, the release, the Snyder Cut. Oh, my God, it's actually happening. Oh, my God, it's coming to HBO Max. Oh, my God, it's four hours long. Yeah. And then, boom, here you go. You got HBO Max, you get to watch it at your house. You talk about a movie that is perfect, for his streaming service Mm -hmm. it's justice league the fact he if you haven't watched justice league there's not a spoiler he chops it into parts like a book or like a tv show perfect call by him perfect call And And it didn't change the movie at all, but it gave me breathe points where I go, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, and that's actually helped us out here on my home front because Maddie was not going to sit there and watch the full four hours, but I am able to get a second viewing of the thing because she's like, okay, I'll watch it with you in a TV show format with those parts. So I'm looking forward to doing that.
1: Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, Taylor tried to watch it. She liked it, but she fell asleep. it's just how how it's just so long so long so long in the first (laughs) half yeah it's just kind of slow but man i think that's a great testament and yeah if that brings us more star wars long form content Mm -hmm. i'm all in i if anything you know we're talking about covid and and how it's changed our theater mindset Mm -hmm. it's really changed my streaming mindset where i wanted all my streaming drop it all i want to binge it i just want to get done with it I am not there anymore. I want weekly shows and I want I want a billion episodes. Like I want it as deep and as long as you want to go because yeah. I'm here for it I, and I got time. My, my brain is used to this format now and I just want to dig into it. I, I'm straight up old man mode. I watch with closed captions now because I want to know every single word they're saying.
0: Oh, same. And I... I my method is actually first watch, no captions, but second watch I'm putting them on. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a if it's a, a project that I'm interested in watching. Yeah.
1: I, so I I guess I did I did that on the Mandalorian actually. I I watched it the first time without captions and then mm-hmm. the second time I didn't mean to do that. I just did it that way and it, it was awesome because I catch myself reading the captions. Right. You don't yeah, enjoy it. Correct. As much. So um, yeah, I agree with you on that. But just going back to disney plus and dropping it on streaming i vote no on it mm-hmm. exclusive streaming right i vote my if i had to freaking sit down and vote do them both give people a chance and then th- you want to go to the movies go you want to watch at home for 30 dollars or whatever they keep it to be mm-hmm. great
0: okay no I- what
1: is that is that you
0: you say no straight no or I'm just not a fan of this premiere access thing. Like I'm always just going to be committed to the theater. If mm-hmm. it's just going to be $30 to get premiere access.
1: It's the $30 for me. I'll pay $10. <laughs> the
0: $30 for me for sure. <laughs> like
1: I'll, I'll pay $10, like 10 or 15, maybe. Yeah. But $30, that just hurts yeah. me. Like, yeah, it God, does. Man, $30 <laughs> and I don't get to keep it. Like it's just, right. it, I get early access to it it's going to be on there for free in a month like why would i do it
0: yes yeah, that's, no, I- that's a great point but yeah, yeah my opinion on it again if you had asked me outside of this year i'd been like yeah i'll put it on streaming so i can see it immediately yep uh but right now take me back to theater take me back to those incredible moments with all those star wars teary-eyed emotional oh, chilling things that happened uh and man, we still have a, a ways to go to see that next Star Wars movie moment. I mean, I think it's Rogue Squadron. Uh, Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron it, is, that the, is that the point. next mm-hmm. next film? Unless it's Tyka's, but I believe Patty Jenkins is coming first because I mean they've. Do we know re- a
1: date on that? I don't know off the top of my head. Do we have a date? I don't
0: know off the top either.
1: I don't know if we do,
0: but uh, but they man. haven't released any info about. I mean, they announced Tyka's first. But we don't have like a title or anything regarding his. So And I'm
1: not I'm not upset about waiting on um it just happened to work this way, but I'm not upset about waiting for in-person Star Wars because I want it to be back to somewhat normal so we can all get hype in a theater, to Agreed. be
0: honest. One thousand percent.
1: But yeah, I don't know. Let it let us know. Tweet at us, what's your thoughts or leave a comment? Yeah, you know, do let's that. get a conversation going on this. Cause I want to know what people how people feel about it right. as well. Um, and if you're stayed around on the podcast this long, I know you, I know you got that Twitter. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, listen, that is all of our Marvel connections this week, man. I mean, we made a ton. I mean, we even snuck in Zack Snyder's justice league there.
1: Dude, we just, just we just boom casually. Boom. You got comics. Boom. You got <laughs> comics. Boom.
0: <laughs> well, it was fun, man. I'm glad that I got to do this episode with you. Cause I know you love the Marvel community but I also know yep. that I mean I texted you immediately after Falcon and the Winter Soldier I texted you immediately after Zack Snyder's Justice League and what
1: I say to Falcon and Winter Soldier I think I'm pretty sure I just said I'm in I may have said <laughs> I'm, I'm all in I may have said that
0: <laughs> let's go baby that's that's got to be one of our new lines so we got yeah. fair enough and we got I'm all in baby <laughs> all in on it <laughs> well listen I appreciate those of you out there that continue to listen Man, I was thinking about this today. Like, it's incredibly humbling. Like, regardless of numbers, stats, it does not matter. It's humbling just the fact that there's people out there that care to listen to this southern redneck from Tennessee talk about Star Wars. I mean, that's just mind-blowing sometimes. So, I, I really appreciate all of you out there that continue to support us. And you know what to do to continue to support us. Follow us, Facebook, Twitter, instagram at mando talk subscribe to us on youtube like zach said comment on youtube we love to talk to you guys that's the best part of doing all this and let us know your input on those things that we've talked about what do you want to see from kevin feige and star wars Uh, do you think that disney plus as new projects keep coming out that star wars is just going to keep growing and growing and growing? And what do you think about this idea of streaming versus theater or both at the same time? Let us know in the YouTube comments. That's a great area for us to just conveniently talk about it right below this video and this discussion. Uh, and uh, as always subscribe, do what you gotta do to make us look good.
1: Of course you got to ring that bell. And that what they, and now what the kids say?
0: Yeah. Click the bell. bell. Yeah, there you
1: go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go.
0: (laughs) Uh, Zach, I appreciate you being on this week. I'm really glad we got to talk about a topic that you and I both are really passionate about. I yep. mean, again, we got Star Wars, which is my number one passion, but we got all those plugs in there this week.
1: Yeah, man, I appreciate you having me. It's always a good time. Um I love I love the show. It's fun. Um I love talking to you. So
0: Absolutely. For me. Well, we're definitely going to get Zach back on at some point. I mean, it it seems like we're kind of getting this Once a month, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if we can keep it going.
1: Boy, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, I was kidding.
0: (laughs) All right, guys. We're gonna go ahead and get out of here. We hope that you have a blessed week. And as always, we have spoken.